Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 11th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. Just, uh, you know, running around. What about you? You remember remember keyless entry on cars where you'd have to hit the code? The Did you door, ever have yeah, one of those? Yeah, the door pad. I didn't have one. I, I, I wasn't fancy enough to have one of those. My, I, I've always remembered my parents' anniversary just because it was 8 11 79. Because Look August that. 11, that's what you triggered. Just, I was just, just thinking. You just gave away so many things for your. <laughs> so many passwords. I don't think it parents. was. I think it was just our, our old Mercury Villager. If you want to find that and get in, gain entry into that, that's all it is. So, uh, all right. I you think you got to be, ca- gotta be careful. You, you're giving away family <laughs> secrets on the air. Happy anniversary, August 11th. I also, I know we're not doing a birthday podcast anymore. Oh, come on. I, come I, on. No, wait. Wait, you don't know where I'm going. You're yelling. You're, I is, think your gain's high. I'm yelling. I'm just a little too loud. You want me to turn down <laughs> Just there? a smidge, like this lightest turn down. All right, look at this. We're we just in. Oh, that's great. Test. That's great. We You're great. I think I was just yelling. Well, you um, were clipping. I, gotta, I could hear it clipping. <laughs> I got to wish a happy birthday to Jeff Soskin's little boy, Carson Soskin, who turned two this week. He's been through a, a good bit in his time on Earth. Uh, he's been a battler. He's a fighter. He's doing well. They sent us a video. They wake up to the shotgun start on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and he's got two older kids, his wife, and they just start screaming. Speaking of the game being up, screaming. Gentlemen, start your engines, the whole theme song. And I am not trying to be too self-indulgent here. I just loved the video. It was cute as hell. I may post it to social media, but happy birthday to Carson who turned two. Hey, this week. happy birthday, so. Carson. As somebody that doesn't like the birthday pod, <laughs> happy birthday. And uh, glad you're doing well. Um, all right, where should we go? I am watching Memphis on my TV. How are you liking Unless it? happy matters. I think this course is terrible. It's just terrible. It's uninspiring. It's gray. It's gloomy. It's soggy. It's just a terrible houses, time to host it there. What are the houses that line it are grotesque? We have grotesque. to go over this. It's the, August. The office buildings are office buildings are worse, but the houses aren't much better. I apologize if you live on T Tournament Way or whatever it is. Um, we have preferred lies in place. We have a rain delay start, and it's just it just nukes any you know some of the interest in these these titans of the game they've got all the best players or many of them playing for a lot of real stakes what you know or we tried to say it was the most stakes we've ever cared about for this event it's honestly it's honestly i think this, start. this might be from the outset the most compelling pga tour event i've ever ever seen oh you're getting a from the from carried away. the is uh, you, from a stake standpoint it actually pre-tournament yeah pre-tournament okay. i'm not saying like okay. on sunday i'm saying pre-tournament yeah. Yeah. there's never yeah. been more intrigue because it's actually like some form of promote there's pr- there's a form of promotion available there none of these guys are getting relegated but some of them are getting promoted especially like it, it's interesting if you're a sicko of the game because of the the fringe, like not fringe players, but like fringe stars that could get, you know, a not stars even. Just like, you know, the guys that are average players on the PGA Tour who could just like find themselves in this position where if they play well in two events next year, two of these elevated events, they're going to be there the, again the next year. Yeah, I mean, as we record this, you could just have some average player, maybe just a guy, end up at the top of the leaderboard. You know, just just some guy gets to the top of the leaderboard. I cannot, his career I can't re- wait, can't wait for the just a guy hats. 
Oh, we have a preview of us. I can't wait for the woozy. <laughs> The woozy house trucker hat. I mean, whatever Meg ordered is not enough. I gotta imagine. I want. I want five of them for myself. I'm, I won't I'm gonna take wear. Any off I the think shelves, I'm gonna wear so the I'll just a guy hat off. everywhere I go. <laughs> it is so stupid. It's so good. It's a perfect hat. Oh, yeah, I'm just a guy. <laughs> just like Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth and I are just four hundred through twelve. That's good. Four hundred through twelve. I, I can't Plenty wait, of time. To can't wait for everybody to get super excited on a Thursday about Jordan Spieth's twelve holes. <laughs> Pop you. Yeah. Uh, Rory's two under. I, last I saw, he was like three over. So yeah, a lot of time to happen. I just you know, if it's the playoffs. Shouldn't there be a more stringent standard for preferred lies? I know I'm not going to bane the, this is the playing the greatest hits, but I just like, it diminishes the playoffs. It's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's diminishing the playoffs is hosting (laughs) a golf tournament in Memphis (laughs) in the beginning of August. All right. Now, you can't control yeah. weather, but you can control where you go in August and that give, and where you go has better opportunities for better weather. You know, if yeah. you want this playoffs to be awesome, go play in the, on the West Coast in August because it ain't raining. Ma- it's going to be Memphis fiery. It's going to be after us for All this right? one. So, I, yeah, I know. You know what? Like, know. you know what's the biggest thing in the world in the South? What's that? Football. Thunderstorms? Football. Humidity? Okay. Do they play football. Do they Big play thing. football games in August in the South? Well, maybe August 30th or something. A little high school action, August 18th. But yes, Do they play right. August they play 8th? It. They no. line up in pads no. to play football? No. You know why? Because it's terrible out. Why? It's terrible. It's, well, they're, you know when they play football? They play football in the spring. They got spring yeah. games. They got fall games. They have football in August. They have practice. They have practice. Games, That's fine. They okay. don't have games. All right. Okay. All right. I just I This would I be, mean, like, be like this going, would be like playing ice hockey in like April in Chicago outside. It's playing let me golf do another cross. In in August in Memphis in, in in Atlanta. I think that's a little extreme. I think that's a little extreme. But let me do another crossboard analogy with the preferred lies. This is like Jim Nance, like, hello, and welcome to, you know, Orchard Park, New York for the AFC. We're the playoffs. We're the AFC divisional round. Uh, as you'd expect, there's snow coming off Lake Geary, Tony. Uh, but NFL has just announced before the game the that worst lake, you know, Lake a, rec- a receiver, you know, is given permission for one drop pass per quarter to place it at the spot of where it hit his hands, thanks to the snow and the conditions I, coming off on. the lake. It's like, this is just, if you're the playoffs, try to play it as... I, I agree they should I'm try, guy. but in some cases, I don't know how much rain it, there was. In some cases, you need to have preferred lies. There are cases... I think there should be zero tolerance. All right. I, I, I agree that you should be as, you should be as strict as Stand possible. Stand in water. But there That's are fine. some Casual cases water. where you got to have preferred lies. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to... But this is the, this is not the problem of Memphis. It's the problem of the tour for picking Memphis to for a tournament in August. We go well, over this every year, and then they go I mean, back to Atlanta in two weeks. FedEx. Yeah, yeah. Remember um, what tur- you I'll know? What, what was the best <laughs> playoff event in the last three years? Four years. Are you going to say Olympia Fields, that one? Yeah, you know uh, why? Mom and DJ and Firm and Fiery and Bouncy and all that. Yeah. They went to Is a that place that at least had a chance to be nice weather. Say, they at least had a chance. Okay? Say, I'm not saying Chicago's going to be great. It'll probably rain next week. You know, just because it's, you know, this is what happens in August. But at least it has a chance. It has a chance. But you have the entire half of the country. It doesn't rain. And you have these playoffs that don't rate well because they're on in the middle of days when people want to be outside. There's like a very logical way to make this better. 
That's like if you just were worried about what we're doing as an as an organization and putting our best product out there. There would be without a question, there would be no question about where the playoffs would be. They'd be on the West Coast and they'd be on at night. Like I was watching the women's am last night. That was great. I don't know a lot of the players. It's an awesome golf course, an awesome TV you know golf one. course. Yeah. Wearing a fried egg hat. Katie I, Craig. Let's go. She's into the round. She knocked off the number one seed today in a fried egg hat. We know. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, unfortunately, the fried egg's dead. <laughs> it's fried egg golf now. Wait, I wasn't going to bring that up. I was going to bring it up. But okay. So you're watching with but, interest. But yeah, it's like it's it's Wednesday night and it's nine o'clock and I'm watching golf. Because I'd rather watch golf than baseball. Any golf. I Why got do a new oh, video series. This is just oh, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about. Did you watch any of the Bryson Phil thing? I didn't yet. I've only seen clips on social media shared. And I've seen people who I trust say it's quite entertaining and, and insightful even. It was really good. From what I've watched, yeah. I didn't watch a ton. I I watched like fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, it was humorous, obviously, with with those two involved. Um, and it seems like a very low lift. Like I don't understand why we don't get this more often. How the PGA Tour hasn't figured out how to do this like lo-fi production that's perfectly they watchable. Tried it. No, because they're they're idiots. They're idiots. They put it on TV, they did it live. Yeah, just post produce it. With, play nine yeah, holes. Have yeah. these nine hole matches going on throughout the year. You could make a yeah. little like cash pot at the end, sell a sponsorship, and play them on YouTube. It just like it gives people the chance for per- to, to get personalities. I just like the tour is so you know. This week has been just another week where you're like, God, like, how can how can there be this many dipshits running the tour with the Pazder stuff, and then just all the the rumors out of, out of the tour HQ are just horrendous, you know, about what's going yeah. on there. Substantiated, unsubstantiated, <laughs> just it, it, like, I don't know, my allusions to. Uh, Maybe a house on fire when it needs to be the ship needs to be tight right now. Don't it sounds like nobody can keep it in the their pants. <laughs> All right, well that's more than an illusion, I suppose. Um, but anyways, yeah, it sounds just, like a bit of a mess, quite honestly, behind the moat. You know, this is like the these little things are just easy to do. It's Bryson's doing it on his YouTube page. Yeah. Yeah, the, the TikTok voice filming it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think we found out this week what all the meeting rooms are for. Also at the at PGA Tour HQ, <laughs> oh, God. sure they all got blinds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's important whiteboard stuff going on. They can't, you know, it's proprietary. Um, yeah, what else did I have on Memphis? I, I don't know. There's not much else. Uh, the, uh, the LPGA, I don't know. FedEx Cup, it's just not the, the whole gray and gloomy nature I, of it. I think they're. I'm so they're excited for this Sean week, McKeel too. Right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do uh, everything. I, else I, I, I mean, that. the other thing with the women's uh, AM last night that was. Yeah. The commercial yeah. free was just. I mean. <laughs> How much would golf fans well, legitimately pay for commercial free all year? Because I think it honestly it, might be like a crazy sum of money. You know why it was, you know, thanks to Rolex, it was able to be commercial free. Yeah, our segment. Rolex too. got its, got a Rolex free got its brand put on, put on some stuff that <laughs> looked familiar to my eye. I don't know, some video. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it looked good. It looked good. Uh yeah. Memphis, while we're on it in the tour, Jay Monahan did an interview of a little round table with a handful of uh, selected reporters. Didn't look like it was an open press. Were you surprised conference. we didn't we get didn't asked? We didn't make the cut for that. 
one. Um, and just, you know, it said he, he suffers from anxiety and that's why he had to take his leave of absence. Um, you know, which sounds completely appropriate and fine and you hope he's well. And it seems like he says he's managed it and was given the clearance to come back. Um, fully cop to the rollout being a complete disaster, complete disaster, the way the framework agreement was announced, which I think speaks to some of the the chuckle Fs going on around behind the moat, just just not having the, the bureaucrats and executives having the you know precise and tight rollout. Um, did not answer question that was asked about the pastor resignation, just moved on from that. So uh, I didn't find it very rug. noteworthy. You know, well, I didn't find it anything really <laughs> noteworthy uh, other than, you know, him clarifying that, you know, he suffered from anxiety and, and obviously you, you wish him well. And, and I think probably, and the whole lot, Jay might be one of the, the smarter and more sensible people. He's just not a good communicator with everything either. Or I, I don't know. I, don't think I mean, he's obviously he's mismanaged a, great, a lot. I don't think and, he's a great yeah. strategist, you know? Yeah. They've put him in some yeah. situations where he's had, I mean, like doing the CNBC thing when the world's, you know, <laughs> oh, shutting <fire>. down COVID, <laughs> like pandemic setting in and people are wondering if they're ever going to be able to leave their house again. And he's talking about playing golf on vast acreage. Like, you know, like some, With the red numbers, someone, someone who might, might think strategically might be like, you know what? I'm not going to wade into this one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with this, all right. listen, like I've been saying fire Jay Monahan for 16 months. <laughs> I really, I still think he needs to get fired, but I don't think you could fire him right now. Like, no. Look at the clowns. At look at the clowns that are around him. Who's taking over? How many things can I Tyler found- Dennis do? He's taking over for Pat. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. I found Ronnie Price to be kind of a, a impressive he's an accountant. In his brief appearance. <laughs> I'm just saying. It communicated fine for 45 minutes in front of Senate. I'm not saying he's the man to run the show. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, nobody, nobody in their right mind is coming in to run this thing right now. There are no options. They have to wait until they get out of this, this storm. Then you can ship them. You ship them off to PGA Tour China with Josh Howley. Um, yeah, that was that was something substantive that kind of came up in the in the interview. Smanian's like, "Look, I know we got to the end of the year. I think we're going to get it done. If we don't, I don't know. We were considering contingency plans, but he wouldn't elaborate on that, and obviously can't. So he's working with the PIF. The PIF's the one they want to do, and he's speaking highly of the PIF now. So he's got to get that done. Moving on to the LPGA, Allie Ewing leads at Walton Heath, the Women's Open. Uh, she shot a four under sixty eight. Put her, uh, I'm sorry, a shot clear of Amy Yang. Um, that is coffee golf. Did you watch any of that from the Heathlands this morning? I, 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 I had it not. on in the I, background. I had, uh, something. I, I'm glad to see Daniel Ewing's uh, sisters playing well these days. <laughs> the Duke, the Duke uh, swing man. I think he was a point. He was guard. so underrated. You know, got lost in the shuffle with bigger names and higher recruits, but he was really a glue guy for. I love Daniel Ewing. Um, Allie. Uh, that was good coffee golf. And then it switched to SVU and I had my daughters in the room and God, it was a grisly scene of a <laughs> woman who was assaulted and murdered. It was terrible. You know, About her neck getting snapped. It was awful. And now people listening to this who might have kids in the car have to relive it. Go ahead. There, there's bad. There's some rumors about what could happen to golf channel under NBC's watch and, you know, their desire to get, USA. I think the one thing in Jay Monahan's words that that you could say is, you know, have you ever had to apologize to your family about watching <laughs> Golf Channel? And what comes on? When you go to these USA TNT, you might have to apologize to your family, friends, I mean- close ones, because you never know what's going to come on. This happened in the Augusta National Bar, if you remember correctly, the grill room. Remember that story when they were trying to turn the PGA? Uh, they were trying to turn the Remind PGA me. on at Augusta National. 
And they couldn't. So some members and guests were in the grill room. Yeah, they try. They're Watch. like, oh, it's okay. on TNT, or I think it was when it was on TNT. They turned it on, and Charmed was on, or some some <laughs> vampire scene of Charmed. Woman like people, vampires people are, sinking her teeth into yeah. People are saying to the to the guy behind the bar, "What's going on? What what is it?" She's like, "I don't. It's supposed to be on this channel." Nobody's ever had to. Nobody's ever had to to say sorry or apologize. apologize. Yeah, about watching Golf Channel. I I had it on trying to get them into women's golf. I'm stirring the macaroni and cheese. They're at the lunch counter. The tea on the TV. And it goes off. I've got my hands full, and all of a sudden, I got whatever the guy's name is. They're. I mean, it's just awful details. Scary. So, so anyway, skinny, skinny brown hair guy got me again. Got me again. Yeah, Maloney or whatever oh, yeah. his name is. And, uh, <laughs> it was the worst. It, I, I can't even, I'm not going to relive it right here by precise. I tried to dance around. It was terrible. Did it, go, um, did it have the all right. dun dun dun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they don't give you that warning. There's that like pre dun dun scene that just, yeah. you know, pre roll, you know, terrorizes you and scars your children for life I'll before t- you get the dun dun warning. I'll tell you what won't scar your children for life. What's that? Some comfy clothes. Peruvian Pima cotton. Peruvian Pima cotton won't scar your children. Or a sweaty boy polo, <laughs> otherwise named the Jimmy Polo TM. or Ryan Trademark Polo. Trademark coming. Like. Sweaty boy. <laughs> you know, our friends at Beach are such good friends, good people, indulge our nonsense enough that I could see a non-zero chance in which such a <laughs> named shirt does appear at their e-commerce site at some point in time. And that is BeDratty.com where you can also use the promo code SGS30 to get 30% off your purchase. You now, know, sweaty boy season, you know, draws nigh. Uh, listen. Draws to an end. I was so, I was ahead. at a uh, I was at a a, fed, a former, maybe a future, who knows? I am sure they're they're getting a look, but a former FedEx Cup a playoff host yesterday. You know, right when you walk in the pro shop. Boom. Big B Dratty. Uh, display. Oh yeah. They had the the shorts, the Zach shorts. They had, which now come with two back pockets. I'm pretty excited about that. You got the, you know, why? they had. I like. What do you have? Like why, having, why do you need two back pockets? I I like to put my scorecard in one. I I don't take my wallet out of my back pocket when I play. Okay. okay. Interesting. Okay. And All right. uh, so you, you you double barrel it. Okay. Yeah. I, like I didn't to, know if you had paraphernalia it balances, or your, your it balances, pistol or something. It balances it. me okay. out. All right. Okay. Swing right. gets all out all of whack right. if I don't have a wallet <laughs> okay. back there. You do. There's no never all any right. money in the wallet either is the problem. Do you have one of those fancy, you know, $500 scorecard holders too that you need to, to put in the back pocket? You know, frankly, I have I have a bunch of them, culture. but I never use okay. them. I always forget. <laughs> Good. Good. That sounds right. But yeah, that, two back pockets now. I If you're golf shopping, you're not carrying... Look, we're doing the sales for them. I, when I go into a golf shop and I see a nice beach ready You buy display, stuff. Well, I have a little bit more respect for the shop, quite honestly, straight up. But, you know, we're also uh, friends of the program as well. So they've been supporters of ours. If you need a polo, they've got a bunch of cool layers, hoodies, uh, or non-hoodies, just regular crew neck, if you're one of those Rage Against the Hoodie folks, uh, that I really, really like. They're all set up for fall already on there. Go gobble those up before they're gone. Go to bdratty.com. Use the promo code SGS30. Comfort plus style. There are guys. All right. Um, do we need to address the Billy Walters excerpt in uh, Fire Pit Collective and Golf Digest? Anything there that, that this was the talk of, I would say, the entire sports world on Thursday morning. Um, just because, you know, the, the numbers are quite staggering. Um, I think we probably assumed this was coming, uh, that the numbers would be large, that Billy Walters had them. I had heard them. It's been kind of behind the NDA and, and uh, whatever. Uh, uh, don't, I don't know, don't disclose yet. So, uh, I guess I'll read some of them. You can read the, I, I recommend probably buying the book and recommend reading golf digest fire pit. You know, they have the excerpt, they deserve the uh, hits, but the traffic and all that. Um, some of the numbers were 
Uh, he bet 110,000 to win 100,000, a total of 1,115 times. That's a six-figure bet. He bet on 858 occasions. He bet 220,000 to win 200,000, which uh, the sum of those gross wagers came to more than $311 million. This is just from 2010 to 2014, by the way. Phil's uh, obviously been alive for a lot longer than that four-year stretch. In 2011 alone, he made 3,154 bets, an average of nearly nine per day. Uh, one day in June 2011, <laughs> so this was three days after Congo, another U.S. Open disappointment. He made 43 bets on Major League Baseball games alone, September, resulting in 143,000 losses. September Major League Baseball games, which are just like, you know how many insignificant... No, June, June 22nd. Uh, June 22nd. Okay, okay. Well, it's just as insignificant. I mean, come on. June 22nd? Well, I mean, at least... 43 bets was, on Major League Baseball? I thought it was September. I thought it was in September. Oh. And then when the and then it's guys like, are up. Yeah, and, there's yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least in June, I mean, uh, most people are still still have playoff hopes. Unless you're the uh, Oakland most, Athletics. <clears throat> most significant to me is that he called Walters during the 2012 Ryder Cup at Medina and said, put $400,000 on Team USA. And of course, Phil Mickelson was a participant in that competition. And he would have been gambling on it. Walter said, you're crazy. This is what John uh, Pete Rose got banned for. Your you know, brand is too clean. Don't do this. This is insane. Hunt up. It's unclear if you actually did that with some other avenue. Um, to me, this is a very revelatory nugget. Um, you've heard, I'd say, unsubstantiated rumors about this may be happening at another time. Um I think this begs the question, like, I don't care that he waged, I mean, he, that he's had gambled upwards of a billion dollars is very large and noteworthy. I think there's a question that should be asked. This is someone who clearly didn't have control of this. He, he, it's an addiction. He's admitted to that. And did that control, that lack of control ever shade or bleed into a moment where he had large sums of monies, large sum of money on a competition in which he was a participant or on himself. Yeah. Um, or, and, or as a assistant captain or commentator or on the match or whatever it is, like he's been involved and participant in a lot of forms of golf, which could be wagered on. So, you know, he tried to do it at 2012 Medina apparently, or he had the idea to do it. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of the big question. And, and I don't know. It's, it's, Walters ends the excerpt with a pretty sort of, I found him to be kind of brutally honest. I don't think he's out to like crush Phil more than anything. He's like, uh, you know, Phil did me dirty. So I'm going to tell you, the, uh, you know, our unvarnished truth. He discloses, I'm not going to get into the personal stuff. I don't need to do that. But, you know, he talks about, you know, Phil kind of put me away when he could have just told a simple truth that wouldn't have. But I don't know that there, there are more serious parts of it outside the very staggering numbers that I got a lot of the headlines, I would say. So. Any other comment on that? We cover that. Yeah, listen, like, I don't, I'm not going to condone, I'm not going to sit here and, like, preach about how you, what you do with your own money. But I think when it comes to gambling on the sport that you're participating in, it all of a sudden, you know, it just, I think, you know, it, a, a lot of people will say, well, if, it, gambling on myself just makes me want to play harder. But you know, you never know when what happens when you're if you lose a lot of money, as as it was um, outlined here that he lost a lot of money. What type of things could happen um, when you get desperate, or, or or you know you need money? And I don't know exactly how what Phil's financial situation is, but you know you can't have people betting on this, the the sport they're playing in. And obviously, like I'm. I'm perfectly fine with him gambling. Uh, you know, obviously he has a gambling problem, but like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, like, Oh, this guy's a bad guy, but like gambling on your own sport is, uh, if he did that is, yeah, it's a, uh, it's not a good situation. Right. Yeah. And we don't know that that happened to be clear. It's just, uh, he tried to at least on one occasion per Walters. So, all right. Should we do some SGS golf advice? It's Friday, summer Friday hours. Uh, unless you had anything else you wanted to hit on 
Anything else you want to, to get to before we move on to uh, golf advice? I don't know. I just say uh, one more thoughts on Memphis. One more hit for the uh, for the uh, women's am. It's been really fun to watch. So um, if you're listening to this, it'll be on the rest of the week uh, prime time. It's it's uh, it's been awesome. So yeah, it's it's perfect. It's uh, it's such a good setup. Bel Air. I think it's 10 p.m. is when it ends Sunday. Um, it's just it's always. Yeah, it's been a good Friday, Saturday, Sunday on in prime time. All right. You want to do some SGS golf advice? SGS golf advice. SGS golf advice at gmail.com is the address. It's brought to you you by uh, Club TFE. We just launched our our, uh, member guest in there. So, oh, you sent it out. Yeah, okay, good. There's gonna be good. there's gonna be We're more ha- stuff like that for Club TFE members, uh, and uh, and yeah, and then there's also great content in there, and um, you know, we we got some course profile today yeah, on we got Sand new, Valley. We got some a- new stuff coming soon too. I don't want to promise. I think it's coming soon. I I never, uh, but you know, we got some exciting stuff coming. Um, Club so, TFE, you can do that at friedegg.com slash, slash membership. membership. 120 for okay. the year. And you get all the all the old content too, which isn't old. And so, if you're a member, keep an eye out for that member guest event we're hosting at Alistair McKenzie's first American course. Could be a fun couple days. Um, yeah. So a night and then a day. And, 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 so, an, really and, cool. and an eclectic outpost of a town. <laughs> we had an internal war. Went to the mattresses about... Fairfax, California being called an eclectic outpost. You're apparently laughing, which is a little phrase you came up with. <laughs> and Gareth countered with what <laughs> homogeneous Hamlet. So he, he had some good ones. Uh, Garrett obviously objected. You know, the most literary of us all, and, and you know, grammatically, Just, he popped in, popped in, popped in right before the invitation went out. Like, and that was his only comment was about eclectic outpost. He's like, "Oh, hey, he was not happy." I liked Honestly, it. I thought it was a different. It was a curveball from you. I didn't expect. That's why I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, you just didn't didn't see that coming from from my poor writing skills. You know that kind of descriptor. But you know, besides the golf, there's uh, there's great food. There's uh, there's great. There's live music every night. And it's uh it's absolutely beautiful, and uh it's it's uh, it, the event's on a Monday. But if you're uh, if you're looking for a weekend getaway with your significant other, you're right by Wine Country. You can hang out in that area, in the area of Fairfax is is gorgeous. Tons of hiking, mountain biking, or you could do San Francisco. So, and we'll be there. Do the member guest if you're a member of Club TFE, you get access to that. Sign up. Forty eight teams member guest uh for for that day uh, 30th of october all right let's get some golf advice going all what right got? date under par an attempted first date on a golf course i went on a first date with a guy who, who suggested we play a round of golf normally i'd never commit to such a long first date but at the time i said sure yeah, that's a good point we met at the course and did the first date awkward pleasantries and then got ready to go. It felt like the hottest day of summer. So I already regretted this date, but nevertheless, I soldiered on. Immediately into the first hole, I realized this guy was incredibly competitive. He insisted that we play from the same tees and asked my handicap. What a what a what a loser! I think I would have walked dork. walked off the first team right at that point. Uh, it, I'm not good enough uh, for one for a handicap, nor have I ever attempted to calculate. I politely said I wanted to stick to the front tees, and he grumbled. Fine. I was playing unusually well that day, the best I've played in years, so I was enjoying myself. My date, however, was playing like absolute shit. I wasn't there. Well, it's, it deserves it. it. It's good. You know, this is Karma. the kind of guy and the kind of date he suggested. And it, yeah, I got what was coming to him. All right. I wasn't there to judge, nor did I care really about how he was playing. But I did take issue that for every bad shot, he made a, a comment. He, he had a comment. Oh, I turned up too much. Oh, the wind got it. I over overcorrected from the last swing. This went on for 18 holes. 
It was miserable. In addition, sounds like someone. In addition to his bitching, he also informed me that due to the heat, he brought a change of clothes. He changed his shirt four times during the round. Needless to say, I didn't see him again. My question for you guys is, if somebody was doing a golf date, what types of behaviors are you looking out for that would constitute as immediate red flags? Or should I give up? Changing your shirt four times. (laughs) I think all the things this guy That's just a problem. Having four shirts on hand, not having a B-Dratty sport polo, needing to change it four times. Well, Tiger changed his shirt four times at, at TPC. Patel He's playing Mac- competitive <laughs> golf, not on a first date. He's playing in the 90-degree Memphis heat with a, for $25 million. I don't know. Whatever. So, it's red flags, or should I give up on golf as a date option altogether? You know, I don't give up on golf as a date option. I give up on golf as a first date option. I think that's insane. I mean, there's anxiety. And 18 holes? Why not nine? Why not nine? Do you want to know, like, the second date my wife went on, and I went on? We went bouldering. What is that? What is, even is that? Where you, like, rock climb you without around, a without bowl, no, around, you yeah. rock climb without a rope? And like neither of us are rock climbers. It's like this intense rock climbing. Was that your idea or hers? It was hers. <laughs> okay, but it was so like it was like that. our second or third date, and it was just like you're still not comfortable. I don't uh-huh. think physical activities are like great like early dates. Yeah, like that's not. It's just yeah. not a good for early date. It's a good like you're you're you know each other type situation for me red flags on a golf course i'm gonna just name name maybe my biggest pet peeve t-box storytellers i I hate them they halt everything to tell their story on the t-box and and nobody can do anything while they tell their story like you know i'm okay with you telling the story because i'm all right hitting you know while you're telling the story that's not going to bother me but like nobody else does that. Nobody else will go up and be like, "Yeah, just keep talking." You know, they wait, and it's just like they it's unnecessary. Like standing. we're already going to yep. be out here for four hours. I don't need it to be four hours and five minutes because of your story. It's not that like, and you could tell me, you could tell at any point when we're walking from the tea. You know, there's all ty- types of places that you could there's tell these stories. Time. Another issue, another reason to not take a card if you don't have to, because then like the tea box is a prominent place for storytelling, right? Where you're all. Yeah, because you know, you're never together. Yeah. Yeah. So walk, don't ride. A red flag, a red flag, flag might be if you're doing date golf, might be somebody that insists on walking if you don't want to walk, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I'm t- playing the same tees. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> Oh, that's just a, that's a red flag on not a date. That's a red flag on a person's, you know, humanity. I think psychology. I think that you probably could get a really good read on a person from just, you know, perusing their golf bag. So I think like if you really, you know, this is all personality driven. Nobody, nobody. If somebody was like, I need somebody that's super organized. Nobody would look into my golf bag and be like, you know, what, this is the guy for me. Um, because it's a mess. It's, you know, the balls are in with all the tees and the ball markers. I think I lost my Augusta national ball marker the other day. Cause I just throw it in the bag, you know? And if, now if you were looking for somebody that was organized, you know, they probably have like a, a little, you know, valuables container and they'd have, you know, one of those bespoke things and they'd have like, everything would be tidy and clean. You know, you, you know, the, I guess, you know, the one thing, though, is like I can't deal with people that don't organize their clubs. I, I hate that. I am organized with that's, like the clubs go in certain compartments. I'm with that. I think that's yep. caddying, though. Yep. Maybe that's the caddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the caddy. It, it, that just gives me the hives if you don't have that squared away. Another, you know? another um, thing, I think like you could probably yeah. tell for me what would be a red flag is somebody that like insists on putting everything out. <laughs> and oh, like, keeping yeah. score that would tell me like you know what like me and you aren't gonna jive major red flag from this individual and generally and this applies to your relationship 
which could potentially come after the date. Not taking responsibility for anything. It's always the wind's fault or the whatever. What what was the club wasn't right or whatever the example she said. You know, you got a bad break or a bad bounce or there was a spike mark or the wind got in the way, gusted. Like that sounds like a bad precedent. Don't get into get into a relationship with someone that won't take responsibility for anything bad that happens. You know, that sounds like maybe that's somebody to go work at the moat. You know, all of a sudden, you know, I, this whatever deal is not my fault it was just foisted upon me or i got you know uh it's just interesting that that's the major red flag for any date or anything cheating cheating would be one (laughs) in golf or otherwise (laughs) on the relationship red flag for a relationship sure uh sure Trying to think of more things I mean, that would just get me. I mean, outbursts of anger, like yeah. really getting mad, is just not a good sign of things. For you know, when things, guy that's cursing a lot, or a woman, anybody, significant other that's screaming when something doesn't go right, or really mad and not able to enjoy the walk with the first date is a big red flag. Hey, you know what? I might be flipping on this and say that maybe golf as a first date is the greatest first date because you literally Good. will Microscope. see you will see everything wrong with somebody. Or right. Or right. Or yeah. right. Like, you know, yeah. you'd you'd walk around with me and, and, and you'd be like, Why is he why is he <laughs> why is he telling himself he sucks? Why is he why is he got the worst self talk going on? <laughs> I would say probably like, you know, yeah, there's a million red flags, just personality red flags, you know, probably getting really drunk, drinking a lot while you're trying to do that. You know, that's what goes for any date event, any arena, uh, you know, making a comment about anyone on the course, you know, going uh, I nuts think, about I other think people I'm in. You. I think this should be the there should be a golf dating show. Maybe maybe it could like take this. the place of driver versus driver. <laughs> shop makers you know i mean there's opportunity out there for programs actually you know i can't believe golf channels never done a golf dating show like that's kind of crazy you know the other thing that's going on with the yeah anyways during the usa there's all these love island ads (laughs) that get a little risque i guess we're getting a lot of complaints from listeners about that (laughs) trying to watch the uh have you ever watched that show love island no, I haven't. I mean, I came up with that kind of the height of reality TV, Temptation Island, and all the other ones. So my wife is, is my Island wife is uh, just like addicted to trash television. She loves sure. trash television. We watch like Ninety Day Fiance. Maybe she watches. I'll come in and watch an episode here or there. But Love Island, yeah. that's a crazy show. Just okay. crazy people. Sounds, the craziest people. The ads look a little. Yeah, incendiary. All right, right, next one. I I'm in on golf as a, as a first date now. All right, now that good, we've talked good. through it, come around on that. Yep. It would save you a lot of yep. time. You invest four hours on the front end, you'll know probably a lot more about the person. I'm in. All right. Recently, I played golf around uh, with a buddy in a course in the mountains near Denver. There's a lot of blind shots off the tee. There was a slow foursome of senior citizens in front of us. On the back nine, a family of four caught up to our twosome. On hole 14, the dad hit a ball that skipped past my leg and settled in the bunker in front of me. While I was chipping, I pointed this out to the dad when he drove up. He apologized and said, I just never hit the ball like that. On 15, he did it again. (laughs) The ball went over my head. He gave the same apology and I shrugged it off. On 18, he did it again. Miss me. We're talking 14, 15, and 18. Succession. That's a lot in quick succession. On 18, he did it again? Yeah. So three times in five holes. The title, the title okay. of the email is hit into three times in five holes. All right. Okay. <laughs> On 18, he did Your it again. Let's go out there. What? Did your AirPods go off? Yeah, yeah, AirPods went out, but you kept you kept talking, so you know it was great. I was watching your mouth and uh, didn't have to take a pause there. Didn't not no editing needed. So I don't know what you said, but 
No. Aside from me being able to hear myself now, everything. Oh, there we go. It's better now. Yeah, I turned right, it down. Go. My gain is down. Your AirPods are out. <laughs> Listen, good, this so. is this is just a. Uh, I think these AirPods, these AirPods went through the washing machine, so <laughs> they're not they're not really uh, great AirPods to tell you the truth. <laughs> Can't find my other. Only ones. the best. They didn't yeah, work. You know right. these AirPods. They didn't work for three months, and then one day I opened them up. <laughs> And I plugged them into the charger <laughs> and started charging. I was like, whoa. I put them in and they started working again. I was like, this is great. I got two AirPods again. Two pairs of AirPods. <laughs> and this is the equipment propping up this podcast at the moment. All right. Um, all right. So, hit into three times in five holes. All right. On so, 18, he did so it again. So, on 18, right. he did it again. Missed me by a few feet. He yelled for zero times. He approached me after his round, hat in hand, and apologized. I froze and said, don't worry about it. Upon reflection, I now think this is something he should worry about. (laughs) How many apologies should a golfer accept when being hit into? How should I have escalated (laughs) my response to teach this guy not to hit into other golfers? Like the Cowboys guy, I'm 37. (laughs) Have two Cowboys kids. Golf. I'm not interested <laughs> in fighting. <laughs> Signed. Don't Brad. want to be on Zyre Golf. End of the Those email. Throwing haymakers. Yeah. I have 37, two kids, and not interested in fighting. <laughs> I mean, I get that. That's a good way to end it. But three times in five holes, I. I I think you got to say something, uh, but you know, fisticuffs, where's the line? Is that going to provoke fisticuffs? I would hope not. The guy seemed, guy seemed he was pretty dead apologetic, <laughs> but yeah, he seemed pretty apologetic, right? I mean, I just never hit the ball like that. <laughs> Seems like you did. Seems like you did three times within an hour. So uh, I would have said something. Well, here's the other thing. The round's over, right? You just cut your losses and get the hell out of there and not have to deal with this person ever again in your life. It was 18 was the last time it happened. And you have justifiably pissed off and could, you know, you can be not happy with the guy. But is it at that point worth saying anything or confronting them? Even though he came to you hat in hand and apologized, um, I think just at that point, it's not going to happen again with that person and you just get out of Dodge. But if it's, you know, three times in the first eight or nine holes or 15 holes and there's opportunity for it to happen again, you say like, hey, man, like that's kind of ridiculous. Chill out. This is, you know, maybe take an extra beat next time and really make sure like once you hit into somebody on accident, aren't you a little like. You're probably a little tentative, maybe overcautious, depending on who it is, I suppose, that's in front of you. <laughs> but you're probably a little overcautious yeah. from that point Nobody's over. like, hey, was I'm, not, I'm so. trying. I'm just going to hit into him again. Yeah. I think yeah. like one of the th- yeah. like I think one of the rules about playing golf, like something that you always could keep in mind when you're playing golf at a random golf course is that it was what you said. You're never going to see these people again in your life. Unless you get in a right. fight and you have to go to court. <laughs> go to court. <laughs> so, so yeah. like everything, all your reactions could be le- looked at through that lens of like, I'm never going to see these right. people again, but only right. if I escalate this situation. So right. like right. I might say to the guy when he apologized, be like, you know, it's all good, but like you could really hurt someone. If you hit him with a golf ball. Yeah. And it, it, that's all I say. Like, is hey, it's all good. I'm glad I didn't get hit. But you could really hurt someone if, if you did hit someone. So you should be careful. Um, and, and just say, thank you for apologizing and leave. Be polite. But like, honestly, we don't need people hitting into people. Yeah. It's never fun it's, to hit I mean, into just- people. It's no, awful. It's, it's bad all around. It's bad on both sides. You, you get that sinking feeling. Yeah. You're like, oh, when you see like, like it's oh. over a hill. Oh no! Like I yep. didn't do it. Yep. Like then you got to drive up there, and you know you got to do. It's like the walk of shame of golf is is hitting into somebody. 
Well, the problem is some of these people don't have any shame. And this guy doing it three times in five holes, you know, despite his words, doesn't seem to have a lot of inhibition. What, what was the family like? Was he an old guy? Was he an old father? Was he a, you know, father of young kids? The other thing is like, if you've got young kids, he just pound, sh- sh- shipping balls into the group ahead. The young kids <laughs> probably think it's okay. He says, I never hit the ball like that. I don't know. It, yeah. I. The, the worst part is, they're, That's they're everybody's everybody's excuse when they hit into somebody is I never, I never hit it like yeah, that. I just caught it. Um, the worst part is they're behind senior citizens. This guy's just jammed between senior citizens puttering along, and then these dad and kids shipping balls into them. So you're just kind of in between a rock and a hard place, and you can't push on the senior citizens in front of you. So I don't know. Yeah, you just that had happened on eighteen, I think. You just cut your losses and get out of Dodge. Not worry about that stuff, especially at 37, two kids not interested in fighting. If you were interested in fighting, supposedly there's some, there's a different tactic. We should maybe make shirts like that that say age 37. It's like a open, a space that says number of kids not interested in fighting. Age 37, check one, box. one kid, no interest in fighting. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that with just a guy shirts, just a guy hat and the, your level of age, kids, not interested in fighting t-shirt. All right. That does it for this Friday episode. Fun little, fun little jog to end the week. Um, everyone enjoy your Fridays. Enjoy, Thank Mem- you for your continuous- enjoy the sights and sounds and scenes of Memphis, Tennessee. In August. Hey, you know, we got a great coffee golf and you got great cocktail golf between the two women. And you got uh, Memphis events. in between. So, and you got Memphis. You got Walton, Heath, legit Walton Heath in the morning, Bel Air at night, and TPC <laughs> Southwind. In a tech. TPC in a tech, in a tech. Sandwiched in between. What more could you ask? This commercial for? real estate for available on the course. So, all right, everybody enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.